Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, guys. Crazy to think we're already starting our third NBA season. I love it. (laughs) And what a treat it was, right? Too much. So much treats, man. This was a crazy, crazy start off to a new season. We couldn't have asked for a better start to the season. We're excited. We have so much to talk about. We just got to get into it, right, Mouth? Let's do this. With that being said, we know that Halloween is just around the corner. And in the spooky spirit, we're going to play a little game. Trick or treat! That's my little jigsaw. You like that? That was good, man. (laughs) We're going to play trick or treat. Welcome to trick or treat, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and talk about how this game is going to be played. I'm going to ask Malv a question. I'm going to say whether or not it was a trick or a treat, and he will give me the appropriate answer. Malv, would you like an introductory question? Yes, please, sir. Trick or treat. Halloween is my favorite holiday. That's a treat. Treat. There we go. So it goes (laughs) like that, but we're going to do it basketball-themed, yeah? Let's do this. All right. First game up. Wait. I got one question, though. What if I lose since you did it in a jigsaw voice? You don't want to. (laughs) God help your soul. (laughs) First game up, opening weekend, ring night, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets. Malv, trick or treat. Brooklyn will be a bottom five defensive team. Oh, that's for sure a treat. Treat. And we already saw that last season, and it was already confirmed by game one. Am I right or am I right? I think you are correct on this one. They could not stop anyone. Just looked like Milwaukee was in control of that game the whole time. As far as Brooklyn, I'm not scared of anyone defensively. This would potentially be their closing lineup. Patty Mills, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin. Who's that fifth spot? Nicholas Claxton. I had to look him up. We got no Kyrie, so that doesn't really matter with the defense. He never but played defense but, anyways. But see, that's it, though. Like That's how, that's what you can say with like almost any of the players on their fucking roster. I feel like any formidable, any B average defense could have like a, a fucking even fight with the Nets right now as they're built. Don't you think? If you focus on either Kevin or James at a certain point, that the, the other people around them really aren't going to do anything for them. Well, if Patty Mills keeps shooting like that, who knows? Oh, they might well. not even need anybody else, right? That was the one game, all right? That was game opener. Seven for seven, right? Seven for seven threes. With that kind of shooting, who needs Kyrie, right? Uh, Going back to Milwaukee, what did you think of those rings, though? It was nice. I liked it. I like uh, all the references. I know you're a big boy of them, right? You loved them. I like the fact that you could turn that into a pendant. That was like a two-for-one ring pendant. That's sick, though. I'd rather have the pendant. A little not, chain right there? I'm not really a ring guy anymore. No? No, I want chains now. That's what they should come up with. NBA, like, chains. Like, legit, like, Cuban links. It's uh, happening. It's do. happening. should have a whole one. I would love that. That'd be sick. All right, Malv of Beverly Hills. That's his part-time job. He's a jeweler now. Well, that was the first game of the season to start it off. We got the second game, the Lakers versus the Warriors. Malv, trick or treat, the Warriors will be the one seed in the West. Mm. 
I would say that's more like a sugar-free treat. Treat. Oh, a cap out. I like that. It is. It is. Because, yes, they destroyed our Lakers, and we're going to talk about that later. In reality, I don't see it. I don't see it. I see them right, right at the middle. But I, I'm for sure saying they're going to have a hell of a fucking start. Yes, they are. Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, those boys in the Bay can shoot. They are oh, so yeah. confident. It's just that aura that Steph Curry has in the in the locker room or in practice, you know, no, everyone's everyone, getting fired when you yeah. see it. When we see it while we're watching, man, you're just like, damn, I wish I could go out there, you know, be elite. Pop up a, if a, <laughs> he just this was his first game there. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. He's never been this freaking fire before. Very entertaining to watch, but also very intimidating because you don't just have to worry about Steph anymore. Well, that's the thing. You hopefully they keep this confidence, right? And I feel like they are if they, you know, win a couple more games. Curry keeps having these days. He's going to just inspire them by his play. I always feel like good leaders, you can always tell what they want, you know, just by their actions. And, you know, hopefully Curry adds this, and this might make him like like an ultra-real MVP, I feel. Yeah, man, that unanimous season MVP was magical. And right now, it's still really early on in the season, but that's what we do here. We overreact. (laughs) It's looking like... He can recreate that. As far as the Lakers, like Mal said, we're going to talk about them a little bit later in our Lakers talk, but we should just go ahead and talk about them a little bit right now. What was the biggest trick or treat for the Lakers? The biggest trick? I think the biggest trick for me is the defense. Trick. Yeah. They could not stop anything in the fourth. They also couldn't shoot anything in the fourth. Uh, Just felt like a lot more of LeBron and AD. Shout out to AD, though. He's my fantasy number one pick. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we back in this. Like you said, this is the beginning of the season. Frank Vogel knows his defense. And, like, we know this, too, is, like, just being fans. Like, we're going to see a whole bunch of rotations until we actually see the one that fucking fits. Bonus trick or treat. The Lakers looked old in their season debut. I'm going to say that's actually a trick. To me, they didn't. Trick. They didn't look White old. Howard looked old. He's uh, trying to go for those lobs. Did you see that? I see, I didn't call that old. I call that rust. It's still the first game. But old, I didn't see. Dwight I love Dell your Valley's- optimism. I love your optimism. Oh my I'm gonna, God. I'm, I want some of that optimism oh, for me right now. Well, Please. You got you to gotta explain it to me then. What did you see as old? We'll get into that in <laughs> Lakers talk. All right, all right. Moving on to the next game. The New York Knicks versus the Boston Celtics. Treat. Now that... No, I'm gonna, here's my, what is it, analogy or allegory? It's like on a Halloween night. You go to a house and you're like, God, this house looks pretty shitty. I'm probably not going to get any candy here. Like, ugh, maybe a couple of fun sizes. But, you know, you get into the bowl and they're king size bars. That's what this game was. It was so unexpected. I didn't think of it. I turned it off. I was like, you know what? I'll see the highlights in the morning. And then I look, it's like double overtime. I was like, what the fuck? And their first opening game. I loved it. Uh, what? That was the, that was the uh, game that was, of the week. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so mad at myself, you know? But, like, that's what I was talking about. The league is so crazy. There's so many games going on right now and just, like, so much different type of energy coming from different teams. It was a back-and-forth battle. Incredible, incredible game. I was very fortunate to watch it. But let's play trick-or-treat. Malv, trick-or-treat. Jalen Brown will be the best Celtic player this season. Oh, this is a trick and a treat. Treat. It will be a treat if Tatum keeps shooting the ways he has been shooting. If he has the same night he had game one, then I'll I'll say it. Jalen Brown's going to be the number one player on the Celtics. Jalen Brown, 46 points, nine rebounds, the most points ever by a Celtic in a season opener. Damn. 
and he had just got off COVID. Well, with Brown too, like you, you hope it's his fucking what the last three seasons he's been like every season progressively getting better and better. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. Well, what happened to your boy then? Actually, my boy is Jalen because I had Jalen in my fantasy team a couple uh, years ago. No, no, no. But I do like Tatum. He's just one of those games. Uh, he just didn't have it. He was missing a lot, but he did have a double double: twenty points, eleven rebounds. Damn, I thought he had a worse night than that. I was thought he was around fifteen points. That's not bad. If then. The way That's when you saw the game a, yeah. though, like it looked like everything was yeah, a brick. Yeah, yeah. How about those Knicks though? Man, that has to be a bucket list item. Going to a Madison Square Garden game when the Knicks are actually good. Yes. Right? <laughs> Julius Randle, the rascal. What did I call him? I told you I called him the rascal. Uh, he was putting in Well, work. yeah, he has to. Of all the disappointment he did in the playoffs going out the first fucking round and only, like, averaging, like, 12 points. Mal, Mal, that was the pass. Leave uh, it there. This is a new season. This is only game one, This all is right? game one, but let me go ahead and put this up. 35 points, 8 rebounds, and he got fined $15,000 for throwing the ball into the stands. That wasn't a treat. <laughs> that wasn't a treat. But there you go. Like, he needed that. The Knicks need that because they fucking ended their season horribly last year. And, uh, yeah, we want to see this. Like, come on, finally the East is being more competitive or not necessarily more competitive. I would say more enjoyable to watch, right? Like, we're now watch wanting to watch East games. Yes, Mal, that was a very impressive win for the Knicks. Very impressive opponents that they faced. Moving on to the next game, the Atlanta Hawks versus the Dallas Mavericks. Wait, 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 Mowgli. Now let me have a chance to ask you a question. Oh, okay. All right, so trick or treat on here then. Has the league learned how to stop your boy, Luca? Ooh. Because he didn't have such a good opening night, did he? I mean, he didn't win. No, they did get destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad. I'll give you that. Yes, he did go 18 and 11, but his shot was completely off. They were destroyed from the three point line. I'm going to say that's a trick. Trick. It was only game one. Oh, now it's only game one. Exactly, right? Now it's only game one. He will figure it out, though. I think the TNT guys were saying that as well. It, it depends on the others because there's a lot of the hardened ISO ball that he had in Houston. We need Porzingis to step up. That's where the TNT Straight crew, up. they were like, yo, Jason Kidd was calling you the unicorn. He's back. Where were you? There was glimpses, but we need more of that. Rick Carlisle was gone, and I think they really missed how much of an offensive mind he was. Mm. So, um, But Jason Kidd ain't bad either, bro. Jason Kidd ain't bad, but... Carlisle has the experience and the tenure and the resume. I bet you Jim Carrey's just smiling off that first game win. He's like, I knew they All righty then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you lose. But, hey, no, KP does have to do that. I think he had, like, two, three slams that I saw in the highlights that looked pretty solid. We said it before, though, like, in talks, like, when he was with New York, like, he could be something. When we came into Dallas, we're like, We've Yo, been waiting for it yep, this whole time. That's he, it. He came in injured. He hasn't healed himself. I had just, a little bit of baby boy drama. You know, hopefully he gets over it. You know, like these fools need to win. Trick or treat. This is a make or break season for Chris Tapps Porzingis. I'm going to give you the treat on that. Treat. I agree too. Because I thought it was like last season. I thought, he, you know, we talked about it where he sh- maybe he should have been shipped out. Because they want him to be number two. They've been saying it forever. Like maybe that, I hate that. That's what he doesn't want to hear then. I think they'll figure it out though. Luca's too talented not to figure it out. Yeah. And I think Mark Cuban doesn't want to fucking destroy this relationship, so he's going to do whatever he can to make sure they flourish this upcoming decade. All right, from the Mavs to the Hawks. No respect for the Hawks. We should have let off with them. They did destroy the Mavericks, 113-87. Mouth, trick or treat. The Atlanta Hawks will reach the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Uh, 
put me in a predicament there. Uh, I'm going to be a butthole and ah, say trick. Up. <laughs> trick, trick. No, no, I got it before that. Trick. You say it's trick? A trick. I don't think they'll make it. I don't Quarter, semis, I think that they still got one more year in them. We have no idea what's going on with Philly. Mm. Brooklyn, they're a defensive sieve. Everyone's going to be able to score points. Who am I looking at? I'm looking at Milwaukee, Miami, Atlanta, maybe New York. Atlanta's right in there, dude. Trey Young and Clint Compella, they're they're, they're... yeah. But all those teams you late you've just named, I feel could beat them in a five six game series. I don't even think they would take it to seven, especially now that's going to be finally a full year where we get back to normal. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think Trey Young. He was talking about how he was inspired that Chris Paul led the Suns to the finals. I could only see that truly in reality going on if if. They are already seated in one through four when the playoffs start. If they're below, I'll give you that. If they're below five and over, I don't see that coming at all. I'll give you that, Malv. They did start the season off on a right note. And another little bonus one right here. I think Nate McMillan will probably be coach of the year. Mm. And moving on to the next game the Clippers versus the Warriors. Dang, bro. Trick or treat right here. Steph Curry is the current MVP favorite. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking treat right there. Treat. Everybody's on it. Everybody's on it. This is like not a historical game, but damn, punch it with a 45-point winner. First game back, triple-double. He said he played like trash. So what does he do? He drops 25 points, 9 of 9 field goals in the first quarter. Crazy, bro. Against the Clippers. He finishes the game with 45, and he had an insane deep three-pointer. Who had the crazier three-pointer, Jalen Brown or Steph Curry opening week? I think Jalen Brown. I wasn't expecting it from him, and, and it was... Maybe that, but I'm going to give it overall to Curry because he had the best two games. Okay, yeah. That, that's, yeah. A, that's what I'm going to give it to you. That's why I'm going to give you he's looking like the MVP, and I think that's why we're all like talking about him right now. Like, First of all, you you just socked the top two West contenders that everybody assumes is going to be the top two West teams. And like even without though, clay, without clay, without clay, without... I would say, I would even call them youngins now. Like, you know, right? Poole... Wiggins, who else? Uh, Esselman? Bialitza. Wiseman, they, Wiseman yeah, isn't even yeah. playing. Jordan Poole, Damian Lee, Bialitza. How do you say his first name? That's why I, all I can say is Bialitza. I'm sorry. I'm Kendrick Perkins in this, bro. I can't, be, <laughs> I can't pronounce no names. Bro. But no, no, like last season they were giving him a lot of roses, which I gave him a little bit half and half, you know, because that was his what I felt his real first time being the solo man again, right? Like he was finally like everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Steph's team again. And. They were did bad at the beginning, right? I remember. I, I called them out. I was. I, th- I didn't think they were going to come out, you know, racing towards the end of the playoffs like they did. I thought they were going to be purely out, which they were. But this season, just starting this way out already, I feel like, yeah, Curry seems a little bit different. Like, he's honestly believes he's going to be the MVP. He's playing like it. Oh, they're going to be deadly if they keep this energy going on. And Clay is still not even in here. You've mentioned it either. We still haven't even gotten this full back in. Man, they're so, so- scary. They're so scary to play defense against. Imagine getting Clay closer and fresher towards the playoffs. Like, that's just going to be deadly. Like, yes, Steph might be a little bit gassed out, but then you have another guy who hasn't even played the full seasons that has so much energy waiting. You he know? has something to prove, too, mm-hmm. right? Getting a snub right there from the 75. You want to talk about that now, then? Yeah. What else do we need to say? The Clippers? Let's give the Clippers some credit. They, they came back valiantly. Yeah. yeah, they did. They were down deep in the they first. They still lost by, what, like seven? No, it was a two-point game. Was it? Yeah, 113 yeah. and 115. Okay, we'll give him that. Paul <laughs> George Paul George stepped up. He did look like a little sad boy. Did you see him going off the court? 
Yeah, that was I a heartbreaking see, loss. I swear he was going to cry on there. But, you know, I, I seen, like that. I seen uh, uh, Kawhi right there sideline with his dreads now. No. No, no, more, no more, like, Rose kind of. Oh, man. Yeah. He's a new man. New upgrade. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> you got the dread upgrade. Uh, but, yes, the Clippers, they are definitely going to be a team to watch as well. This was only their first game. They don't even have Kawhi. Kawhi is their best player. Give him some respect. All right. Well, that was enough of Trick or Treat. We hope you had fun. Let's get into the other NBA news. Major thing to talk about, the 75 best players. That's it right there. And there are a decent amount of active players, right? Yeah, I was a little bit surprised about that. Did you like James Harden's reaction? No, what was it? I didn't even see it. So he had been named 75 best player, and he's like, what? And then he just like casually put his shades on. He's nah. like, wait, wait, you're, you're serious, right? Like It was just a really cool, like heartwarming experience. Like He had no idea. He's like, whoa, he worked his whole life. It really came as a surprise to him. Yeah, it was yeah, very yeah, nice yeah. to see that. No, I like that they're doing that because I've seen a couple of them like that, like the Reggie Miller and Dwayne Wade where they uh, introduced it. That, like, well, I introduced it, like told them, like, hey, you guys are on the top 75. But, well, yeah, you have to believe it. Like Dwayne Wade was saying it like, yo, this is a dream come true, like just to be honest, you know, like – when you're playing basketball, you w- you wish to be known as like the top hundred, let alone right now being the top seventy five of all time. You know, even though there's a, a few questionable, I feel like that they were on there, and that's just me because I'm an asshole. But you know. let's go ahead and list some of the seventy five greatest players, then, right? Well, yeah, come on, you know, name the main ones. You know, that's got to be on there. A couple of the new additions: we got LeBron oh, James, oh. Kevin Durant. Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry. Those are automatics, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Jason Kidd, Kawhi Leonard. Ugh, I don't know. Damian Lillard, Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki. That's our era right there. Yeah, right? Chris Paul. Yeah, this is our little era right here. Paul Pierce. So, you know, we got to that fool out of here. You are a hater. Russell Westbrook. Okay, okay. Mr. Triple Double. So, yes, Mal, those were some of the best players that made the list. What about the ones that didn't make the list? The snubs. Right. Because there's a couple on there that I want to bring up. I know. You were a little bit furious, right? You I wanted was. To people... Yes, I Let was. Let the people know. Let the people know who your snubs are. So, I feel you're a little bit more passionate on this one. Right off the bat, Dwight Howard and Clay Thompson. How are they not a top 75 of all time? I, you cannot argue that. Clay Thompson is part of the greatest shooting backcourt in history. How did he not make that list? Not only that... He is a three-time champion, like all the rec- 37 points in a quarter. Like, what was it? Like 60 points in like seven dribbles? Or I don't know what that oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 14 threes in a game. 75 greatest players. Whatever criteria that means, they need to be influential. They need to change the game. Clay Thompson meets that criteria. He but was, he was on the same wave with Curry. Curry's the one who really changed it's, the wave. It's a combo deal. You need them as a combo uh, no, deal. No, yes, no yes. that's why you keep them off. Like... How the hell are you going to have Curry and, yeah, how are you going to have Curry? You would legitimately have to put it there because, like, their influence on the game is on, like, the, it's the same thing. They, exactly. They together. Exactly. That's, that's why, why you, that's my, your honor, you're proving my case. No, no, but that's why you put number one and you don't put number two on the fucking list because number one is the one who changed it, who you really, really, really remember. Clay, I'm yeah. on your side, Clay. You should have been on that list. And as far as Dwight goes... I hate to say this. I think Carmelo Anthony probably oh, no, should have been no, bumped. No, no, no. Yes, Get out yes. of here. This is called greatest players of all time. One-on-one, Carmelo uh, versus White. Who do you, you want? I'm going to take Carmelo. But as far as the influence goes, 
Carmelo. Dwight, yes, exactly. He's but, the influence. No, 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 no. Dwight Howard, three-time defensive player of the year, came straight out of high school, led his team to the finals. So many centers get that. NBA champion. Carmelo hasn't even he been. Was, he was not. He, yeah, but he wasn't a starter when he won the championship. He was off the bench, which doesn't matter, though, but it, still. Okay, look, you're comparing them to their primes. Dwight Howard's Carmelo's prime. Carmelo's prime was way I think Dwight separate. Howard's prime was better than Carmelo's prime. For me, though, it's Vince Carter. That's a snub that I feel nobody's talking about. And a main one is the longevity of this fool, man. You have a cool stat about that, right? Oh, yeah, man. 22 seasons in four decades. The only NBA player to do that. I think the major thing that could have helped Vince Carter's case was the fact that he saved Canadian basketball. He is the reason why Toronto still has a team. I'm still with you. Yeah, I agree with that totally. Yeah. He's the reason for the classic Toronto's logo. That's the reason. And that jersey. After the slam dunk contest? It's over. It's over, baby. And that jersey, that was it. Yes, so I could see that as well. Vince Carter, that's a solid snub. I would give you that. Well, if you're putting people on here, like, uh, that's why it's so hard. Like, with Carmelo, I like. I guess that's why you have to have more of a criteria, right, of why, how you're grading these people. Like, maybe we should have a championship list. Like, you know... You know, it sucks, right? But I think that's what you would have to do. The top players with championships, the 75, and the top 75 without them, I think that would be, like, honestly one of the only ways to make this a little bit more fair. You'll get more players in, but then you won't have so much infighting, right? Because you're like, this is the, like, team of champions, and then this is uh, not, you know? like So I think that would be easier to fucking comprehend than putting all these people in. Because, like you said, who the fuck is on this team? That we're taking off? Dolph Shays. We got to get rid of Dolph. Who is Dolph Shays, right? Dolph Shays was a power forward center. He was 6'8". His points per game were 18.5, 12.1 rebounds per game, 38% field goal. Clay Thompson can do that. Put him on there. (laughs) Replace him. That's what I'm saying. See, like, there should be two different lists. Or maybe, like, the list should be a little bit more, like, like I'm saying, more defined. Like, which players were more impactful, you know? Like, maybe not necessarily, like, flooded with all these accolades, you know, because I feel like maybe that's why Carmelo's on the team as well. We're giving it to him more because he's mainly Mr. USA. Like, he's his international play, he's fucking highly regarded That's what's regarded saving there. Carmelo. He's probably the best international player. He is mm. top 10 all-time scoring. Um, but where's his hardware? He hasn't even won an MVP. He hasn't even made a finals appearance. So, you know, it's give and take. You know, th- there's there's pluses and minuses for each player. I know Carmelo's a Laker. I'm, I'm not being a hater. I'm just proving my case why I think players should have gotten that recognition over him. Okay. Maybe in the 100 years, everything will be gone, and Dolph Shays won't be on the list right. anymore. Right? <laughs> Dolph Shays is probably like, yo, what the fuck did I do to Mowgli? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dolph. Okay, okay, enough of the 75 best players. Adam Silver, he was addressing the Kyrie saga, the Ben Simmons saga. He was basically telling Kyrie, yo, get vaccinated. You're one of the best players ever. Mm-hmm. It's going to help other people as well. We need you. Uh, Malv, bonus trick or treat. Adam Silver is the best commissioner in all of professional sports. That's a treat for show, bro. Treat. Seems like one of the best ones. I saw both his interviews and like, I don't know. He just never seems too confrontational. He seems like he understands like every topic or debate that's bringing up to him. And he tries to think it out. Like what he said with Ben and concerning uh, Kyrie. Like I just thought it was like, you would think he'd be a little bit more angrier, like, hey, get this, you know, but he's like, I get it, fool. But, like, he's kind of done with it too, right? Like, he's done with it on Kyrie more, I feel, than Ben Simmons. 
he's definitely the good cop to David Stern's bad cop. He learned a lot from that. And I'm just, off the top of my head, what Adam Silver has had to deal with in, what, less than 10 years? The Donald Sterling fiasco. Mm. The COVID stuff. He, like, more of this stuff. Like, like No, he, the Charlotte All-Star game, too, remember? Yes. How, like, just a lot of random little things here, you know? And he's handled it all in a professional way. Mm-hmm. You know, they all got through it. Yeah, he is the best commissioner in all of sports. And yeah, thank you, Adam Silver. Bonus treat. We love it. We mentioned Ben Simmons. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about him. I'm going to yell at this full game. Episode four we thought was a new hope, but no, this is the Simmons Saga 5. The Sixers strike back. Yeah, dude. So, Daryl Morey, fool. That fool don't play. I told you. I he told was listening. Him. He was I listening, Mouth. I told him, guys. You guys know this. I fucking said it, bro. Like, you have the power. Like, you're going to look like an asshole, and people are going to think you're an asshole, but, yo, you didn't start this fight. This other fool did. So, like, now you definitely need to not back down. This is the time to not retreat, and I think Daryl Morey's interview, like, said it perfectly. What did he say? He was like, yo, this is going to be going four years. If anything, if we don't get any comparable players, if we don't get a, a superstar or gives us something to make our team a championship team, then I'm not going to trade this fool. Like, I'm not scared to keep this fool, essentially, for the four years we have a contract. What did I say? Didn't I say, worst comes to worst, that's what you have to do. It's like, all right, baby, you don't want to fucking play? You don't want to be in practice and shit? You want to fuck around when we ask you to, like, do shit? All right, we're going to use all the rules that you fucking signed in the contract. Detrimental to the team, you're out, fool. Oh, uh, what is that? Uh, fine $30,000. Whoop, that's like three times here. You know, like, you just keep going and going, but at the same time, it's like you're ruining this fool's brain even more, right? Like, well, I didn't feel like his first apology to come or him coming back was sincere. It was, it was just a check, you know, like, I have to step here so they pay me, but it's like, nah, fool. We don't believe your ass. You're not getting paid, dog, until we think you're ready to play or that you are playing. Doc Rivers did kick Simmons out of practice for not being engaged. He was suspended by the team. I'm yeah. looking at my bleach report right here. According to Shams, it looks like they have cleared the air, the Sixers and Simmons. But, you know, this is such a wild situation. Yeah. There needs to be an episode six, right? <laughs> yeah, always. Maybe an ep- we got to go to episode nine now, right? Well, we got to see. For following Star Wars. Yeah, right? The twist would be like they trade Joel Embiid and it becomes uh, the Simmons team. No, that's J.J. Like- <laughs> Abrams' version. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, Simmons this- is on the fence, bro. Like, how can you not be? Like, you have to play or you're going to sit on this bench. Charles Barkley said it best. The Sixers are built to win now. The owners of the fucking team is probably shitting their pants, but I'm with I'm with Maury here. Be like, hey, bro. You got four years on the season. You try to play this shit. You thought we were going to fold like these other teams, but like, nah, fool, we're, we're different here. Daryl Morey, we know you have been listening to the advice that Malv has been saying. We thank you for your audio streams and your support. <laughs> okay, moving on from what? Championship contenders to actual champions. The WNBA. Oh, yeah. We Fine called it. Chicago, Chicago Sky. They won. They beat the Phoenix Mercury. I had them in five. They won in four. Candace, Candace Parker. Parker. Jinx. There you go. She's from Chicago. She's now a champion in her hometown. She was a champion as a spark as well. Uh, It was a crazy game because they were trailing. They come back. It was very emotional for her. You saw the emotion. Oh, yeah. I saw the emotion from Diana Tyrossi after losing. Oh, tough for her then, too. She fucking destroyed a a locker room door. 
But yeah, like it was crazy. Uh, I I think I saw a stat that said uh, Brittany, what is it, Grainer? That was the first women's dunk in a finals game. Brittany Griner had yeah. the first dunk. Yeah, so that's crazy as fuck too. You know, they're getting there. Shout out to the Mercury. Uh, moving on to the Chicago Sky though, Kalia Cooper was named the WNBA Finals MVP. Uh, you saw Barack Obama. I think he was shouting them oh, out too. Let's talk about the Mercury real quick. Phoenix. They come up short again, the Suns and the Mercury. They make it to the finals. They couldn't win. But Brittany Griner did have a dunk in the game, right? Mm-hmm. And Diana Taurasi, she was pulling a little Dirk Nowitzki. What happened? She just ripped. She pretty much, like, slammed the door until it started breaking. Like, that's how furious she was, and it makes sense when you're a competitive person. In the finals, yeah. you don't want to lose. I love the competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. That's how you know she cares about it that much. True. Okay, moving on to other NBA news. Mikael Bridges gets an extension. Right, and who doesn't? DeAndre Ayton <laughs> is still left without one. So, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Also, Jaron Jackson Jr. gets an extension for Memphis. You know how I feel about John the Grizzlies. That's your boy. That's why. Yeah. That's your boy. All right, let's do the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list where we recap recent players' injuries. Opening week just happened. We still got a bunch of these players still not playing. First one that I want to mention is Cade Cunningham. He was the number one overall pick, right, for the Detroit Pistons. He has an ankle injury. He likely won't make his debut until after the Pistons' three-game road trip. Hopefully he comes out strong. Yeah. Uh, still a bunch of other injuries. Serge Ibaka, Kawhi, Clay Thompson, John Wall, Jamal Murray, Terry Rozier, Kyrie Irving. So, uh, yeah. Beware, GMs. Don't give them too much money. Straight up. All right, let's do <laughs> Lakers talk. We lost. <laughs> yes, Malv, we did lose. I don't know if I'm overreacting or not, but I am at a concern level 8. 8 out of 10? 8 out of 10. This isn't working. You were downplaying the preseason and how they went winless. Yeah. And it's just more of the same. You're still overreacting. No, I'm not, Mal. Yes, you are. Something's happening. I'm getting flashbacks. Frank Vogel, who knows? Maybe he doesn't keep his job. He's a defensive specialist, all right? He's going to figure this out. Westbrook. He fell flat in his Lakers debut. I'm he was sure. too energetic. He was too energetic. He was, he was high-flying, bro. He was everywhere, <laughs> just not in the bucket. What? Hey, he's trying. Anthony Davis and LeBron James did have very impressive double-doubles to start the season, uh, but that's what was expected. And that's why I say this is a lot of that 2012-2013 season. LeBron James, 20-plus years in the league, he's already going this hard the first game, it reminds me of Kobe. You don't want that from these players. These others need to step up. I know I told you this before, my crazy idea, but I've been hearing like Skip Bayless talk about it. Wow, take that advice with caution. Well, he was saying it too, like, man, maybe you make Westbrook the star of the second unit team, but he will never go for that. Like, maybe you have to change up the game and be like, here is two separate types of Lakers that you're going to see in one night. Hey, Skip Bayless, that's not a bad idea. That was my idea first. I've been telling you that forever. You just need a great coach to fucking do it. I don't know how to do that. And to add to that, remember, Carmelo Anthony was asked to do that as well later on before he he got like kind well, of kicked I, off the well, league. Well, watching game one, I need to have Carmelo get off the bench. Yes. Like, he needs to stay on it, but like definitely come up. He still has that energy and that fucking bravado and confidence to be willing to shoot. And I... Know that uh, from the stats together, him and Westbrook, for the little amount of po- points they were in, they were like minus 15 or some shit like that. But I just feel like this is still the beginning. I feel like if you get those two together on like the same mindset and pick who the other three are going to be around them, I feel like that could be a solid second unit or at least that energy-boosting team. 
you know, like that squad, that unit that you need, like just that act, like, yo, we need some mad energy right now. Maybe we're off by like 15, you know, and we just need mad energy. Like put Westbrook and Carmelo, let them run and let them, you know, lead that way. But like you said, right now it's, it's just, I, it's, I just feel they're not gelling. It's not really rust when I see it. I think it's just like chemistry. The lineups are very interesting right now. They're figuring everything out. And you still have Ariza and THT that are still injured. So I know I know that's happening, but you don't want to dig yourself a hole. True. And I wasn't impressed with their defense in the fourth quarter, and I wasn't Same. impressed with their, their shot making in the fourth as well. True. So these were the same issues that we've been talking about this entire time. They haven't been fixed. It's only one game, but I'm going to include the preseason because why not? Shout out to Westbrook. Right. If somehow Westbrook is able to accept a role where he is the sixth man or maybe the first man out and then he just kind of is the, the, the general of the second unit. Like yeah, the, that's what you need. That's what I think would be his best role. Carmelo would be the one to kind of tell him how to transition into that. He's like, yo, dog, they wanted me to do it. I rebelled against it, and look what happened to me. Like, I had to humble myself, like, try not to go the, down this same route. Like, Carmelo could kind of be, like, just advice, like a big brother. Yeah, him and Rondo are all of them, you know, because Dwight, they could all talk about it too. Like, hey, we're not telling you that you're not good. We're just saying that what your powers, your energy that we needed at these times, that, that we find that's going to be the most efficient for us. How did you feel about everyone else? Mm-hmm. Everybody was just unsure of each other and where they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to really do, you know. And I think that's why it's going to take a little bit while, like a while. Like everybody's been saying to like Christmas or the All Star break. I feel the All Star break would be too long. Make your shots, play defense, and then all of this will go away, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are running super long today. Right? This is what happens when we have opening week. Uh, you know, just an embarrassment of riches. A couple more things before we leave. Malv, the Lakers are playing the Grizzlies and the Suns this weekend. I hope both of them win. I think they're going to lose against the Suns. They Ooh, might win. We'll see. Let's bet. Okay, we'll bet something. Bet. I don't want them to lose, but I just think they are. They're still figuring out the rotations. Um, but that is a rematch of the first round. They are also playing the Grizzlies. I'm expecting that to be a victory. Is your boy playing? He should be. He's on my fantasy team. Oh, now 2-0. and I'm going to go for it. Two I think, and zero. I think one and one. I hope two and zero. But I do hope two and zero. <laughs> that would be the treat. Treat. One more thing before we go: weekend games to watch. Mm. Mouth. Oh man, this is kind of hard. But I'm going to go with that 76er Nets right now. I know it's still a little, uh, but I kind of want to see what both teams bring with all this drama. You know, you have both divas of both teams that are not playing. Right. So I kind of want to see like maybe this is going to be the actual ending team for both. I don't know. That's a solid choice. I'm actually going to go Phoenix versus Portland. Both of those teams have something to prove. Upper echelon in the Western Conference. Basketball is back, ladies and gentlemen. You love to see it. Oh, I forgot to mention, Miami Heat still own Milwaukee Butts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From awesome opening day to just a throttling, shellacking, the Heat destroy the Bucks 137-95. to Something about Jimmy Butler and his coffee, bro. <laughs> right? Well, what is he? Big head coffee? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're so over on time. That's going to conclude it for today's inaugural opening season predictions episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will you? 
at Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Malv, anything else you want to tell the audience? Go Lakers. Basketball's <laughs> back! <laughs> One, one more thing. If you loved all the spooky stuff, go ahead and check out our movie episode podcast. We're doing Spooktober, a bunch of movies we were way too young to see, and hopefully, if we get enough time, a special treat. Trick or treat! <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs>